Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Tandro. Tonight, I'm joined by Matthew Wright and Kyle Stevenson. Howdy. Howdy, indeed. How are you both? First day off Great. in a month. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, that, that's always nice. Yeah. You know, 128 episodes in, there's never been a smooth, how are you guys doing without like an awkward pause? A lull. You know, like, Nobody wants to be first. the first to say. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, like, and I feel bad singling out people. Like, I don't want to say, yeah, like, right. how you doing, Matt? And then, like, yeah. accidentally, like, my brain just goes, like, to fucking space. And I forget to ask how Kyle's doing. And then I, I feel oh. bad. And I forgot about Kyle. We're all awkward human beings. It happens. People should be used to it at this point. It's fair. Uh, I don't want to dilly dally too long because we have a jam packed episode. So Mm. we're going to get straight into it. Tonight is our big Next Fest highlights episode. Uh, But first, let me remind you that you are listening to the 6-1 IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast highlighting the indie gaming scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. Tune in live every Thursday night on YouTube.com slash 6-1 Indie at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or catch episodes as they drop on all major podcast feeds and YouTube first thing Monday morning. If you're hungry for a little more, you can support us over on Patreon.com slash 61Indie and snag some extra goodies such as Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. But if money is too tight, no worries. You can still show your support in so many ways. Leave a review, follow at 61Indie on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans over on Patreon. Colby Cordes. Jessica Sanchez, who's in chat right now, Nicole Humphrey, Cole, aka the Good Sir. Quick housekeeping, the same as a, as it's been for the past couple of weeks. Full on showcase mode. We're filming in a couple of weeks. We've got a lot of planning to do, a lot of fun stuff on on the on the inside. I don't know, uh, but yeah, it's all all showcase. <laughs> and then uh, Pax East, myself, Kelsey, Kyle, Harry, and Justin will be in Boston. So come Boston. say hi, Boston. Uh, and then on the Patreon side, the first episode of Indie 100 for the month of February is live. Go check it out. We made Kyle very angry, Matt. I, <laughs> man, I leave for one episode. Boston. <laughs> oh, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, audio listeners, a cheer sign was just produced out of nowhere. <laughs> There's nothing better than a delayed gag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh before we get into uh the next fest stuff a couple news bits i would like to go over hey kyle did you know playstation did one of those things that we hate this morning oh i sure do and yeah i I tweeted about how much i hated it again uh not to be a broken record but like right again listen to a couple weeks ago we go over why you shouldn't do this uh (laughs) this is a great example why yeah, like during you next who fest are... week? Why would you do this during Next Fest week? Ex- and during Mike, Harry Potter week? Mike, exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. It's like you are you're contractually <laughs> obligated to talk about it. And this is the path of least resistance. Sure. <laughs> and But the fact that you didn't even know about it until you were out of work. Dude, and like, not for <laughs> nothing. I feel like I'm like one of the fucking indie people. And I yeah. have no fucking clue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. We're in the midst of Next Fest, so mm-hmm. everybody's fucking grinding away, self included. The yeah. the Next Fest grind is fucking real, y'all. <laughs> Wishlist <laughs> games. Um, <laughs> we're 
Hogwarts launches tomorrow, which is arguably, unfortunately, going to be the biggest one of the biggest games of the year. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's all over fucking Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. And it's the morning after a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Everybody's still reeling about Metroid and stuff, self included. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. If they need somebody to, you know, put together a state of player showcase, I will offer my right. services. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> I will I will sell you the mini indie showcase. Please yeah. let for us do it for price. you. I will do it for a decent price. I'll do it if you just hire me. Like if you only paid us like, for like two hours of work, we will just live shit two hours and I'll have more advertising than what you do on Twitter yeah. and then throw up on the blog and not tell anyone. Yeah. I didn't know about it until we started recording. Before we started recording, I'm like, what? Wild. <laughs> absolutely wild i hate it well and and the thing is like these games are (laughs) really cool looking yeah of course they are they always are (laughs) i know but like uh, we got a shredder's revenge announcement during one of the fucking things like of course they're all fucking cool yeah but uh, again it's you know bring up the same old points but having it in the middle of gigantic big blockbuster games on a showcase or state of play it's going to get way more eyes on an indie title and draw up way more excitement for it than throwing it on Twitter every 15 minutes. And like you said, the day after a Nintendo direct where everyone's playing Metroid prime remastered and talking about that Zelda trailer and all this, and like excited for Harry Potter, uh, for better Professor or worse. Lighten, motherfuckers. What up? Like, yeah. There you go. That <laughs> short 10 second trailer. Like even, even if one of these had that moment in a show, a state of play or something, it would do so much wonders for the game and yet here we are again talking about how people aren't seeing this it's like Anyways, it's ridiculous shuhei i need you to listen to episode 126 of the 61 Indiecast. how please. sony and xbox get better spotlight indies please anyways kyle you're the playstation person hi what do they do what do they do what do, they do? Uh, what, what, what do the playstation do <laughs> well they <laughs> what they do i don't know what they're doing but uh they Gave us another look at Animal Well, which is another uh, a big Hell indie yeah. that we're excited for here mm-hmm. uh, from Billy Basso. Um, it, this is more of like a dev update and like uh, his origin story as a dev. And in the blog post, he has pictures. Spider. Yeah, he did. Uh, no, he didn't. What? Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, like you said origin stories. So oh, just... origin. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, but there's like pictures of him. I guess he received a, a PS3 for Christmas and it's his box PS3 underneath the Christmas tree and just him just uh, explaining what the game is, how it works. Um, it looks stunning. I can't wait to play. No release date yet, uh, mm-hmm. but just a, hey, we're still working really hard on it. So yeah, uh, keep in mind. This game looks continues to look incredible and I'm so happy PlayStation's getting behind it in a seemingly big way because this is the second time they did this with Animal mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful because I, I sincerely think Donkey will Donkey would fuck this up without PlayStation. <laughs> oh no! Fair. Did you watch his uh his best of 2022 video? No, no, I, I've oh, never watched any of Donkey stuff. Oh, okay. No offense to him. I just <laughs> <laughs> he he was out in front. He he put it in between before his video. He, he was talking it up. And oh, okay. How many hits does his videos get on YouTube? So, sure. yeah. Um, say on on the PR PR side of things, a lot right. goes into publishing. Not everyone can just put something on Twitter, right? <laughs> Shoo. Um, but yeah, it looks looks sick. Yeah, it definitely does. 
then we got another look at Eternites, which I believe was also mm. said a game awards thing or summer game summer, was, right? Summer game fest, maybe? A, yeah, it might have been SGF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh it's basically an action, it's a dating action game. Mm-hmm. Um, very persona-like in the dating aspect, but um it looks like a very competent, very fun looking action game. Uh, it has a calendar aesthetic um, where, where days are passing by. I'm not sure if you're in school again, like persona or not, but mm-hmm. so that's the thing. I think the story behind this is that the developer played persona five and then like quit his day job to start developing games. Cause persona five like affected him. So oh, much. wow. Okay. So hence the calendar thing, the dating that's thing, cool. like the anime aesthetic. All right. Looks sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, coming to PS5, PS4 this summer. So uh, that's pretty sweet. Um, a new Pixel Junk uh, game for PlayStation, Pixel Junk Scrappers Deluxe. Yeah. Uh, coming quote to PlayStation. Unquote, new. Uh, new, right. yeah. Yeah, so this was a Apple Arcade joint for, I think it came out in 2021. Uh, very cool that it's coming to consoles. It's, it's escaping Apple Arcade, which is great. Yeah. Love to see it. And I'm trying to, because I didn't read too much into this one. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a co-op beat-em-up, as they call it, a beat-em-up that's also a clean-em-up. Yeah. So you're cleaning up the, the playing field by um, grabbing the garbage and then tossing them in the back of the, the dump truck. Mm-hmm. Well, also, there's beat-em-up and enemies and stuff that you have to, to destroy and whatnot. So cool little mashup. Pixel Junk games are always they're great, stylistically mm-hmm. different. And cool. It's very, very this nice. Is, to see. This looks like the most different Pixel Junk game in a while. What was the one before this? God, you remember? So it's many. been a while, I feel uh, like. Eden 2 was the latest one, I think. Yeah. Right? That's right. Oh, yeah, because we had a musical performance, right? At a summer game fest or oh, Day uh, of the Devs or something? Oh, yeah, oh. Day of the Devs. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about the short lived Pixel Junk 4 AM, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> and then uh what i think is my favorite of the four that was talked about today again it's we saw it previously um pacific drive mm-hmm. uh from ironwood studios uh their studio comprised of former like bioshock devs and infamous yeah. oh mike's giggling what's what's <laughs> happening how, how many Sorry. studios are there a <laughs> uh, quick side note i got a text from kelsey in our, our our apartment group chat with my roommate she's like oh did yeah. somebody start blasting music in the kitchen on the echo um when i was looking up the indycast episode number uh i accidentally started blasting jeff rose's talk in the kitchen <laughs> nice awesome. oh that's great hilarious i'll tell kelsey later <laughs> i'll let her think it was a ghost <laughs> uh yeah so it's a, a bunch of former devs that work on bigger things and um, I actually watched the uh, preview of this because they had a preview event over Discord um, oh. where, where, where some outlets went and, and saw the game in action. Um, you are in charge of the station wagon, which has special abilities, um, but you don't know sure. So it's very like control-esque mm. and the, 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 the bureau kind of um, uh, mysticism uh, uh, around it. And you're basically trying to figure out what's at the center of this zone and why all these weird things are happening. And uh, you can go out and scavenge scrap to 
enhance your station wagon from older cars. Um, it, it's all about basically getting to it's it's from my understanding similar to like No Man's Sky, where you're trying to get to the center of the universe, mm-hmm. but in here you're trying to get to the center of whatever is happening. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's all takes place in the station wagon. Um, it feels they they really tried to make it feel like it was an actual station wagon you're driving. Um, so you update your wheels, your brakes, whatever. It's gonna feel better as times goes on. Um, and I I love the the art style of it all. It's it looks very very cool. It's really pretty. Yeah, and it's different uh, enough, right? I think they call it yeah, a road like. Yeah, road like, <laughs> which is cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like you know it, it's in. It feels like a f- actual refreshing game, like yeah. something we never played. And that's like, yeah, we get those it, more common in the indie space. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of rare that we get something like that. So I'm excited to check it out. Yep. Cool. Well, PlayStation. Thank you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I Listen, I, I'm happy it's something better than, you know, I'd rather something than nothing. It's just it yeah. can be better. But Absolutely. these all look great. It's a great collection. I'm glad these games are getting the backing of PlayStation and the extra yeah. boost of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But do better. Um, guess what? A Nintendo Direct happened yesterday, as I it said. It sure um, did. Sure did. Uh, got some indie things uh, that, that that happened during the show. We'll, we'll run through them real quick. Uh, sea of Stars <sighs> got a release date, August 29th. Demo available on Switch. Yeah. Uh, Matt and I are not playing the demo because we want to go in fresh. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you same. playing this demo? You saying no. okay? <laughs> Unless it comes no. to PlayStation, <laughs> then I'll play the demo on PlayStation. But... Come August, uh, my team jumps up in points because I got <laughs> Sea <of> Stars. <laughs> did you guys see a Stars? I thought I got yeah, Sea I of Stars. Oh, you no. didn't. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is coming everywhere, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I just forgot. As I, and I'm going to take the words out of Blessing's mouth when he saw it yesterday on the direct. Everything that CSRs, whatever it showed up, it just looks correct. It looks yes, right. It, like yep. it just, they're making every right decision. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Uh, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania coming March 6th. Super soon. Looks Sweet. great. Yeah. More Dead Cells. Hell yeah. Uh, more really Castlevania. More Castlevania, finally. <laughs> uh, I'm really happy that like there's original music. It seems like a shit ton of music in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple remixed. Uh, oh, well, they said cover songs, which was interesting. Yeah, original covers, like six original yeah. covers and like 51 other tracks from Castlevania, yeah. I believe. Dope. Cool. I'm excited to check it out. I'm very bad at Dead Cells. I'm the Dead Cells yeah. was like one of my first roguelikes, and I am terrible at it and it was the one th- it was the roguelike that was like oh clearly i don't like roguelikes or roguelikes <laughs> don't work for me <laughs> as much as i love how it looks and i love how it plays it's just like i'm bad at it and i i i hate harsh rogue- roguelikes mm. but if i could just skip to the castlevania stuff cool mm. mm-hmm. uh this is like i know it's like a tr- fucking like massive license but it's mike bithel uh tron identity mm. got its first look it's coming in april um yeah you know it this is like not to say anything like this is not to any detriment or whatever, but it looks like a Mike Bethel game. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Looks awesome. Kudos to him for getting a fucking Disney license. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Harmony, the fall of reverie from don't nod was revealed uh, music from Lana rain, oh, which oh, right away. I heard oh. that synth. I was like, Oh, not even just that. Like the art style reminds me of like invincible. 
Oh yeah, it's beautiful. The show, like it is gorgeous. It's really pretty. I'm excited for this. It's yeah. um, what was the pitch on it? It's like time travely kind of. I mean, real obviously, like a, a clearly a don't nod emotionally devastating narrative. But yeah, I think, like it's like choosing your wobbly tome, time warp buddy thing. Yeah, power and, something in chaos or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's, it's don't nod and it's Lena. I'll play it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, whatever and how cool is it that, that lena is like name dropped as part of like a right like that's a selling game. point <laughs> oh my god <laughs> any Fucking game chilling. that lena's in i will play yeah exactly uh even if it's not my type of game like exactly yeah <laughs> uh and then we got a montage at the end that blanc was shown that's coming next week we'll talk about that later a little bit and then uh same with have a nice death the 1.0 is coming to consoles on uh march 22nd and obviously can't wait steam as well uh, so those are the news bits that happens in the midst of Next Fest. But now let's talk about Next Fest. Matt and I mm-hmm. have been playing a ton of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, Matt, how nice mm-hmm. is it to have a Steam Deck <laughs> during Next Fest? <laughs> yeah, I only ran into a few instances. It seems like Unreal yeah. 5 games uh, do not like to run on Steam Deck. Um, I just noticed because like, Which- there was a few like... I will say, like, this is, like, not to, like, blaming the devs for, like, any, like, this is not talking shit about the devs or anything like that. Like, these oh, no. games are, should, these shouldn't work on Steam Deck. It's, just, it's a pleasant surprise when they do work on Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, this, that's the reason why I haven't really played any Next Fest demos, because I, I don't know. have Steam Deck. <laughs> if I did, I'd be all over this. I say, because I don't want to sit on this chair I, and play same. demos. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so nice laying on the couch and being able to run through a bunch of really yeah. cool games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so Matt and I are going to pick five games each, five highlights each from Next Fest. Matt, I think you you played what, like fifty games or something, fifty at most. Yeah, I think I think I ran through about twenty five, thirty of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we played a lot. A <laughs> uh, <laughs> couple notes, a couple disclaimers. There are some mini indie showcase participants that are partaking in Next Fest. Oh. I have played some of those demos. I played a lot oh. of those demos. We will not be talking about those demos because I don't want to spoil anything for y'all. Mm. Oh, if I you think even our... that is a spoiler. That's yeah, fine. People There's so much it. in Next Fest. It's fine. I know. I, I mean, know. yeah, you want to dig through the 300 games on there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I be did. my guest. <laughs> uh, we will talk about our impressions during the mini indie showcase post show, which will be uh, happening on March 22nd after the showcase. Obviously, the other note uh disclaimer i work for vicarious pr vicarious pr has a bunch of games in next fest we are not talking about any vicarious pr games they're very good though uh <laughs> unbiased without realizing it was one but yeah I, which one I, I won't say anything uh plan b oh cool uh terraform yeah nice I was, I, I was gonna say more but that's it <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say i was waiting for it i guess I, legitimately like full disclosure i have no idea what that game is uh, it's not my client i have no fucking clue what that game is i know like it's been on the steam charts for a while mm-hmm. no no idea no idea but hey plan b baby <laughs> uh matt you want to start with one since i've been talking yeah uh let's start with coven um developed by gator shins perfect name perfect Uh, (laughs) dev name (laughs) some gators have shins what do gators have shins yeah 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 right yeah 
because they, they they have like a full leg like you know what i i'm not even ima- like trying to figure out that answer i'm immediately imagining some kid running up to a gator and kicking it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh anyways uh coven uh it's kind of like um reverse hexen uh if you ever played hexen uh growing up um it's a doom like uh but in coven like there is that like doom aspect of like you're running around hacking slashing people but like there's full-on gib like you're slicing people in half you're eating uh dead bodies to regain health um, because the, the the story is that you were burned as a witch and you come back mm. for revenge. <laughs> is it? I'm watching gameplay right now. Is it? Um, mm-hmm. Is it just the axe that you're you're messing around with? That was the only weapon I got uh, when I played it. Uh, the axe and shield. Um, I imagine there's more that you pick up. Yeah, in the trailer I'm showing, there's a crossbow. There's a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Man, this looks cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, is it like looks great is it like you know twitchy like a doom it is it's definitely fast-paced okay uh you have a dedicated dash button uh so you can get away from uh projectiles or enemies if you need to um yeah you can just claw motherfuckers (laughs) i know i i i i pulled the trailer away uh just a moment where he shot the legs out from underneath an enemy and then the enemy was just crawling towards him. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's cool. <laughs> it's really cool. There's a uh, PSX uh, like function, like when you're in the graphic settings, like if you want to look like a PlayStation oh, game, cool. uh, it'll I love a four by three annex or the filter on there is one. I love that these classic FPSs are coming back in a big mm-hmm. way. Obviously like, yeah. um, Oh, we mentioned or I, I bring it up a lot like dusk from new blood mm-hmm. i feel i feel like it was like one of the big ones that like kind of started the renaissance of like these kind of games coming back what are they calling them uh boomer shooters is yeah i think so i, I think yeah. that's what it is uh dusk by the way getting a uh like i i maybe it's dusk dx ducks dusk mm-hmm. ultimate something like that it's getting a re-release with like some dusks dusks <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah some some new features and whatnot uh, at some point I'm excited. For nice. That. This looks cool. This looks up my alley. I want to check it out. It's fun. Hell yeah. Um, the first one I will bring up. Let's talk about Bleak Sword. Bleak mm. Sword DX. Bleak Sword DX from More Eight Bit. De- uh, that's the developer and uh, published by Devolver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bleak Sword was an Apple Arcade joint. Uh, for a very long time I, I think it was a launch title for apple arcade uh it's something that's been on my phone forever mm-hmm. but i just never wanted to play on the phone right. uh granted i got the backbone like somewhat sometime last year but even then like i at that point i wasn't sub to apple arcade anymore and it was just this whole it was a whole thing uh so yeah bleak sword got announced by devolver last week i believe uh just as next fest kicked off they said like hey it's coming soon i don't think they announced like a specific date yet and check out the demo part of next fest uh bleak sword is a <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird think the map of mario 3 
okay with a diorama like each level is kind of mm-hmm. like a diorama uh-huh. and it is like soulsy combat so you're going from level to level each level is an arena stage as a little diorama and the goal mm-hmm. is to just defeat each enemy and you you are blocking parrying dodge rolling it it feels like a souls like um but it's not like as brutal like i i did have some trouble in some of the levels and like you have to definitely get used to enemies and whatnot but like once you learn enemy patterns and just like a FromSoft game once you learn enemy patterns you could excel pretty easily uh it's not souls like in the way where there's like a bonfire or anything but if you do die uh you will lose your current experience and you will lose your items you get one chance to get your stuff back so if you Mm -hmm. die and you beat the level the next time you come back you get your stuff back uh by stuff i mean yeah your your experience so you do level up each time and each time you level up you can choose between attack power health and i guess defense or block power and um you find items after each level so like some items will like give you plus one attack plus one defense plus uh uh uh, consumable to regain health Mm -hmm. um so like those are the kind of things that you could lose um the game is so fun it is so good and it's it's really great on steam deck it's already verified on steam deck which i'm surprised for a a pre-release demo demo. so it must be close um man it's so good and like honestly like devolver just i mean we've beaten this dead horse whatever so many times but like devolver just knows what to look for this game is gorgeous this is probably Mm -hmm. the most beautiful game i've played this year so far um it has just a book yeah just like beautifully rendered pixel art but it's pixel art but it's kind of paper mario but it's again like that diorama look like that miniature sort of diorama look that doesn't ever sway from uh, that top-down isometric uh point of view it's like a um really good like a pop-up book book. yeah Yeah, very much like a pop-up book the cutscenes are really cool like the cutscenes are where you get like really in the characters faces and whatnot but like they don't add much detail to the character art Mm -hmm. or the character assets it's still like these blocky weird characters that you can't really tell like what expressions are really happening but like they're they're animated really beautifully uh the enemy designs are fucking killer there's like wolves and bears and wendigos and these fucking spiders that'll just charge at you and it's so hard to get the parry um yeah it's really good this is like one of the demos that like i just i did not want to stop playing it like i mm-hmm. i got to the boss the boss was really difficult i was getting a little frustrated with the boss so like that was when i stopped but uh it's something i i really can't wait to just keep digging into um it seems like the dx version has if this i i don't mean this in the way it's going to sound but it, it's a little more fleshed out than what i believe was on the mobile version where like it feels like there wasn't really a campaign in the mobile version mm-hmm. it was just like levels to just mess around with and, and you know beat dudes down it seems like there's an actual like progressive kind of campaign going on mm-hmm. like world by world um and there's like a little more it the 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 note said there was like a little more challenge uh the dx version does have like this new mode like the the preferred way to play dx and it has the mobile version where it's a little more casual but yeah it's really cool it it shot up as one of my most anticipated releases of the year easily um and i'm again so happy that it's uh getting off of apple arcade yeah big yeah it looks gorgeous 
Are there? I can imagine. Um, well, go ahead, Matt. Uh, I was just gonna say I can imagine playing this uh, like in VR, kind of like Moss, where like if you're mm. looking down, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know where it's coming. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Leak. Uh, PC Switch, I think only. Just PC Switch. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like it would be really cool to uh just toss this on PSVR and yeah. like, just in like the theater mode or whatever, or mm-hmm. even like MetaQuest or whatever. And just yeah, yeah play in the theater mode. I feel like that would be really cool. But yeah, are there, it's, it's really cool. Are there different weapons and stuff to equip, or is it the items are what you are strengthening your character with? Yeah, the items just serve as like stat boosts and whatnot, like additional stat boosts. It seems like at least at the moment, it, or at least from what I played, it's just the one sword. All right. Yeah. Super fun. Highly recommend it. Everybody should check it out. Devolver. They got the juice. <laughs> they got the juice. <laughs> Matt. Okay. Uh, my next game I'm going to pick. Um, Make this a little easier. Uh, start going in order for Kyle. Um, oh, it's fine. Gonna... You can go whatever order you want. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to choose uh, Radio of the Universe, uh, developed Ooh. by 6E6E6E. If there's a shorthand for that, I don't know it. <laughs> sexy, sexy, sexy. Oh. Okay. Uh, I don't really know how to describe what's going on in this game, but visually, holy crap, this is a looking, this is a good looking game. Uh, like post cyberpunk dystopian crunchy pixel art 3D uh, action game. Uh, there is like a life bar but like the enemies in the at least in the first area it's one hit one kill um but you're going around this just bleak looking place there was not like a clear directive or anything so it's just sad a little bit like (laughs) it, it looks like everything's run down um there wasn't any other characters to interact with but it's really hard to describe this because I don't, I'm not sure what the trailer shows, but it just it really feels like you are alone in this post world that was a world and it was lived in. But it looks like you're an android because it the jump says like hydraulics. Um, mm-hmm. And later on in the demo, when you upgrade, uh, it's almost like you're swapping out uh, chips, like uh, computer chips to upgrade stuff. It's wild. It's kind of like a very... Um game boy like filter over it a little bit yeah it's very cool looking mm-hmm. yeah, is it beautiful. is it like um like a twin stick shooting kind of thing because i see that she's like the character Kinda. shooting in the game okay uh, yeah so yeah there was a, a gun that i picked up later on um before that it was just the sword which there's a regular attack and a charge attack which kind of just thrusts um yeah Sorry, I, I got really distracted. It's like, for some reason, this looks so familiar. I've hmm. seen it somewhere. In the back of my mind, I, I did some, like, frantic searching in our in our <laughs> docs. I was like, did they submit to the showcase and we turned this down? They did not. <laughs> they, they did not. <laughs> I really don't think we'd have let this one slip. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where the hell I've seen this before, but, yeah, it's really beautiful. Uh, Matt, Crunchy is, like, the right term i love mm-hmm. when there's like pixel art pixel artists have a lot of fun with uh with 
how they render particular things, especially like, you know, like we are suckers for the VHS aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, some of the, some of the oh, effects going on, way. some of the animations going mm-hmm. on. Um, even on the top left, the the battery and whatnot, is that uh, actual UI that's like affecting I didn't anything? see any UI when I played the demo. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe that's later on. God, it's crazy looking. Is, is it also like a, um, from your time with it, is it like a Metroidvania where you're unlocking different paths? Or Because like in the trailer, it? she's like lighting up a torch or something that opens a door mm. and then she hops across or something like that. It was linear uh, from what I played, oh, but it, it could okay. just be like the the prologue or like the starting area of the game. Um, but I will say when you do start it up, because I didn't know anything about this game other than seeing it on the next page and then be like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to try that. Um, when you start it up, like you have this very uh, VHS looking screen and it just text just says, uh, oh, oh, dang it, blanking on the name of the game. <laughs> uh, Radio of the Radio Universe. The, and it just yeah. goes Radio of the Universe and just filling the screen with radio the universe almost like credit style and it's like press start press start press start almost like a, <laughs> a broadcast message being sent to you uh it's it's cool yeah hell it's, yeah it's very- uh psa also it, it is available for pre-order pre-order on itch.io um hmm. grab it on itch because itch gives a better cut to devs yeah and they do include a steam key so no harm, no foul. Yeah. Perfect. Six six E six E six E dot itch dot IO. <laughs> That's six S I X. Like six one indie S I X. Oh, okay. Because on Steam it it's just six, the numeral six. Yeah. Looks great. But I'm very <laughs> excited for that. Holy shit. Uh well we got wait, do we go halfway? One well, it was Matt, Mike. That's Matt. that's four so far. So one more. One more? One more is halfway? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> oh god, I'm so tired. It's been a week, y'all. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's talk about Let's talk about bzzzt. 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 which is a bzzzt. fantastic name for a video game. Also, probably a SEO nightmare <laughs> for, for a video game. <laughs> yeah, probably. Kyle on the back end, was it hard to find this trailer? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah a little bit i had to yeah. make sure i put in game and then i had to make sure i put in uh trailer i think at some point one of the results was a uh like video game sounds the top video game sounds or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but also, this looks you, really really cool also screw you both this is this is four we got one more after this uh math oh, i don't Jesus. know if that's correct oh, this is four. <laughs> anyways <laughs> From uh, I'm gonna say Ko Doll, I think it's the developer. Uh, DLL, Dill. Yeah. Is a, isn't it out of runtime, like in Windows, a DLL? Oh, uh, yeah. Not it's Ko underscore DLL. That's what yeah. it is. Anyways, bzzz is uh, <laughs> <laughs> is a a 16 bit platformer, very reminiscent of uh, not as challenging or brutal, very reminiscent of a um super meat boy so you're just trying you start the stage stage base start the stage just trying to get from point a to point b and avoid any hazards and while you're doing that you're trying to get a target time and while you're also doing that you're trying to collect little bolts so if you collect all the bolts and you get and um get to the goal in time you get a a trophy target time or whatever like that's how you complete like 100 percent the stages Mm -hmm. 
let me tell you something. Demo features 10 stages. Mm -hmm. I could not stop repeating stages until I 100% of this demo. Mm -hmm. Love it. It is. Yo, like that sensation you get from neon white when you like just keep when you when you like nail a run in neon white. Mm-hmm. That's what this game has in spades. Nice. It is so good. Also, kudos. Uh, one of the games that I one of the few games that I played that had trophies or achievements. Oh, achievements oh. Yeah. tied to the demo. Yeah. Also, yeah, Kyle, I just, I'm looking at the list. I, I messed up. I meant to put a different game. So I'll have to swap one out. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful. It's it's really fun. It feels great. It feels nice and snappy. The platforming feels great. Like, it never felt unfair. Like, whenever I died, it felt like, oh, yeah, I did that wrong. Or ah, I didn't time that right. Or ah, I should have done this, should have done that. Um, and like, it, the they definitely took the care to really time out each stage because, like, Every time I messed up or like every time I missed a target time, it would be like 0.12 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, OK, I just like a very I have to like maybe dash in a different area or I would do double jump somewhere else or whatever. Um, it's it's really good. It's really, really good uh, and simple. Yeah, just uh, mechanics wise move, jump, double jump, dash. Sweet. And just figure out the correct combination of those moves and try to get the the best score while collecting all the collectibles yeah i love it love yeah. how colorful it is too it's mm-hmm. really colorful it's great yeah um i also love the uh in the demo um the last stage it's just a bunch of the gold bolts bolts to collect and it just says thank you for playing and oh, really that's cute. great that's a very cute touch <laughs> yeah yeah i uh, very very much can't wait for this i i, I like legit like i just want to it feels like a great like okay work is over and we go on the couch let me knock out a few levels mm. yeah do we really know satisfying. if this is uh like steam only i do not know okay do not know i feel like it might Probably, be a switch right? joint eventually maybe but like you know definitely steam at the moment yeah. we'll see if it gets any console traction i love a good platformer yeah. Oh, love a good platformer. Yeah. This is one of the two um Super Meat Boy esque games that I played. The other one I'm I did it didn't make the highlight because bzzzt, uh kind of like overcame it a little bit. Yeah. Uh I th- I think it was called Ghost Yard something. Mm. Matt, you should check out Ghost Yard. Ghost Yard. I'll 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 find something. the name of it during the ad break. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, bzzzt, very good. Bzzzt. Matt, give me another one. Stories from the outbreak. Uh, this game is you take um, what was it? Uh, the last stand, like the flash games. Uh, so you have a group of survivors trying to get from point A to point B. There's different routes and paths. Um, you're trying to find supplies. This is after an outbreak, a zombie outbreak. But uh, when there's conflict, it's an art. It's a full on turn based RPG game. Uh, you have different skills. Uh, you find new survivors, so you have new party members. I believe there's permadeath, so it's also a little bit like uh, the Oregon Trail. Um, so you're just literally trying to survive through this uh, zombie outbreak, but it's an RPG. It looks fantastic. It has a gorgeous pixel art. Um, and when you're in battle, it has like that uh, timeline of like whose turn is next and like, if you'd use a different skill, like it's going to put you further down the timeline until your turn comes again. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, I 
didn't expect uh, to find a turn-based zombie RPG where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm down to play zombies again. I feel like zombies went away for a bit and we're, we're starting yeah. to crawl back to them. Yeah, which is which is okay. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I don't know why I worded it like it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I love when a trailer and you talk about a game sync up perfectly. Because when you were talking oh, yeah. about <laughs> when you were talking about the battle and the timeline, it's like, oh, this game has battling. I could have sworn it was just like a text based kind of choose your own adventure kind of mm. thing. And then yeah, it pops up. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> uh, I love a good uh, uh, timeline in in a battle thing like FF10. Mm-hmm. Where you get to see the lineup of where the enemies and you guys go, and I love that very, very much. Also, very uh, oh, what's that Ubi Arts game? Child Delight. Thank you. Kind of, not <laughs> not as active, but like the timeline. Thing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for the awkward silence. <laughs> I was trying to remember if that was correct or not because it's <laughs> another gap in my gaming. Uh, mm. Oh, you would love Child of the Light. I know I would. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, speaking of awkward silences, we are going to take an awkward silence uh, on the back end while you listen to an ad. Patreon.com slash 61Indie helps keep this pigeon flying. Becoming a 61Indie patron means you'll be keeping the mics hot each and every week for the 61Indie cast, expanding our indie game coverage, and funding massive projects such as the Mini Indie Showcase. Not only will you be supporting a small, independently operated company, but you get some bang for your buck as well. The Coop is a monthly vlog where I'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on with 61Indie and answer all of your questions, all while playing a super rad game I find on itch.io. Clocked Out is our exclusive IndieCast post-show that tends to go a bit off the rails at times. And last but not least, Indie 100, an exclusive podcast where we are ranking the 100 greatest indie games of all time. So if you dig what we're doing, you want a little bit more content, and you want to support our vision moving forward, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we are back. Mm, it's my back. turn. And we're back. It is your turn. <laughs> Apparently I moved to Minnesota during the ad break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to mention High Water from Demagogue mm. Studio. If you are unfamiliar with Demagogue, they are one of our favorite developers as of last year, maybe. Uh, these are the folks behind Golf Club Wasteland, the kind of dystopian lo-fi mini golf game. And oh boy, it is Golf Club Wasteland might be my favorite golf game, honestly. It, it just like swept me off my feet um, when it came out, I believe last year. Uh, High Water is... So I, uh, Matt and I both played this and we both didn't want to get super into it because we want to just savor the experience. Well, yeah, um, you played just, this. Uh, I, I booted Steam it up description because I, I got wanna... through a conversation and closed. <laughs> you it. booted it and you stopped. <laughs> um, so high water. Earth has flooded and the planet is doomed, but there's still time to enjoy the view. Guide Nikos and his friend through the flooded world of high water and beyond. Oh, high water and beyond in this turn based strategy adventure. Uh, where they'll have to do something because Steam cut that off for some reason. Why would you cut that <laughs> off on the capsule? Uh, but yeah, it is a the world is flooded. It is this beautiful semi cell shaded adventure game where you are floating on a boat as the protagonist Nico, and you are traveling to different islands in this like post apocalyptic flooded world. 
Um, it is vibrant. It is colorful. But that contrasts with the tone of the worlds. Like at some point, like very early on in the demo, you are going to an like your first objective to an island to pick up. Uh, I think like the the mission was you, you're picking up food and you have to pick up. So you want to find something else to not come home empty handed to mm-hmm. a bunch of the kids that you were like kind of watching. Um, so you're finding food and then the other island you find a basketball. Um, as you're going to the basketball island in this bright, colorful, vibrant world with like lo-fi music playing that's like uncomfortable. Like it's so it's it's fantastic, but it's uncomfortable. Um, you just see people like five bodies strung up on on a street sign like on a dilapidated street line sign like hung by the neck yeah. if that's not clear to audio people because <laughs> I, I did the whole <laughs> news action <laughs> um and it that just instantly was such a gut punch that paired with the music and or accompanied by the music and accompanied by the aesthetic it is such a wild emotional trigger um kyle i forgot you've played golf club wasteland a bit i have not You've not Actually, okay. No. Um, so if anybody's familiar with Golf Club Wasteland, while you're golfing, the entire the, the genius thing about Golf Club Wasteland is that the entire narrative is told through the radio and the DJ, and they do like little like conversations with and interviews and whatnot, and then kind of the music sort of tells a narrative of the the world and whatnot. Um the DJ is the same as Golf Club Wasteland. And it's the same kind of vibe that like the radio is just providing more context into the lore and the backstory. I find that so fascinating and so phenomenal. I'm glad they're reusing it here. It could, you know, I feel like some people could take that as like, you're just reusing a idea, reusing a mechanic. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if this is connected to golf club wasteland in some way. I think it might be. Yeah. Like I, yeah, it's really interesting. The The only thing that's holding me back from that is it's a different publisher than golf club. Like maybe mm-hmm. there there's like some weird contractual stuff there, but maybe not, but yeah, it's uh the vibe is very similar to what golf club was uh, golf club did. Uh, the only difference with golf club, the apocalypse wasn't flooding. It, mm-hmm. it, it had to do with something else. I lost at the top of my mind, but um, yeah, it's so good. This game is such a fucking vibe. Um, but the other part of this is that it is a turn-based strategy game. So uh, I stopped playing it after I got to the first combat scenario, uh, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a tutorial. Um, yeah, it's a grid-based turn-based combat. So, like, you you are on a grid, and you can just navigate around. You you have, like, on your turn, you can move, and you can select an enemy. You can attack. You could taunt them uh, to kind of, like, cause them to possibly miss. I think that's what the mechanic or the, the kind of, like, uh, incentive to taunt was. Um, and it seems like it's it's going to get more like complicated, not complicated, get more in depth as the game goes on, because it was very simple for the tutorial thing. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool mechanic with the turn based thing, which I feel like I haven't seen a lot is that you can like sneak behind enemies and like do the whole thing where like if you hit somebody unsuspecting, you will get double damage. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I haven't seen that in a turn based strategy game. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, aside from like. I don't know, like the Mario and Luigi games or the Paper Mario games where you like you attack first and you could catch things off guard. Mm-hmm. But like when you're in a turn based setting, like and there is a character like on a different block on the grid, like if you sneak properly around the grid, get the mm-hmm. surprise attack. I find that pretty interesting. I feel like they could do some cool stuff if they play around with that, especially with the more complicated scenarios. 
or complex scenarios. That's the better yeah. term. But yeah, high water is such a vibe. I demagogue like it, demagogue got to the point where it's like anything they put out, I'm in instantly. They are a, a very talented studio that I think between high water and uh, the cub, they're gonna start taking over a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm shocked to hear that that game had a turn-based battle thing to it because that trailer Me doesn't too. allude to any of that. I thought it was just going to be like a uh, an adventure game, an adventure, yeah. So that's very, that's a very nice surprise. Yeah, I think this was also shown during SGF last year. It was, or, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There was no allusion to uh, combat at all. I really was suspecting just a narrative adventure. Mm-hmm. And I, I was very much looking forward to that. I would have been yeah. all about a narrative adventure. I mean, honestly, the first half of what I just talked about, or the 75% of what I talked about was highlighting the narrative adventure part yeah. of the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the combat is just like, it seems like a bonus. Like, right. again, and I'm typically not a turn-based strategy person. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll play the hell out of this. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a vibe. Play Golf Club Wasteland. Oh my God, please. It's so good. Matt, give me another. All right. So some of you might know that I used to be in the beer industry. I knew exactly what trailer you're going with. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a craft beer shirt right now through no consequence. Uh, Brew Pub, the Brew Pub Simulator uh, caught me by surprise just because there was another uh, craft beer uh, simulator game that came out recently. Um, but what this one does differently is not only do you get to craft your own beer through ingredients, kind of like cooking simulator, uh, you get to create the label, name the beer. You are also running your own little pub. Uh, so you get to decide what's in there, like where you want the furniture and you're also the bartender. So you got to keep up with all these people coming <laughs> in, pouring the right beer, make sure you're not spilling it. You have to clean up all the spilled beer because that happens all the time <laughs> it, it was funny because when i was playing it one of the best or the worst spots for splashes is right at the bar right after the lip people always spill their beer right there and i was cleaning i'm like oh son of a bitch yep there it is <laughs> uh, no this this took me by surprise like i was just gonna test it out see like what the brewing was like but i ended up playing it all the way through the demo i'm like yeah oh, i yeah. could lose hours playing this game <laughs> I'm glad as a former uh, brewist, if I may, uh, <laughs> that you didn't feel totally burnt out by this. Um, it seems like they, they're striking the right chord or striking the right yeah, balance. They did. That's awesome. That's it, awesome. It's always great. And it sounds like this one hit the chord for you, Matt, where similar games are always, you know, hit or miss for me, mm-hmm. where like it seems too much of a uh, a task based kind of like job to play. Mm. Mm-hmm. so like you know similarly the, the only real indie game i've been playing is power wash simulator and i am mm-hmm. enjoying mm-hmm. every single second out of that game because it's so therapeutic <laughs> it doesn't feel like a, a chore i'm enjoying right. doing it so this sounds like it is an actual joy to be quote-unquote stressed at a, at a workplace kind of thing right like uh serving can be uh stressful um but the brewing mechanic wasn't where like in cooking simulator it can be stressful like you didn't chop yeah. something right or yeah. something's on fire uh this lets you incrementally change what you're pouring in so you're not over pouring in ingredients and stuff like that yeah it was a lot of fun hell yeah that's great that's awesome uh my last two are cutesy wootsy games as harry lazidis would say 
cutesy wootsy. Cutesy wootsy. Um, I want to start with Rally Gator. Yeah. Which is a fantastic name. It really is. Gator Shins, fantastic developer name. <laughs> Rally Gator, fantastic uh, game name. Rally Gator is a. Um, Maybe we should contact this dev about the whole Shin. Oh, the yeah. Of shins. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Probably Are you know, right? You've been rendering a lot of gators lately. <laughs> Have you experienced shins? Um, rally Gator is a little, uh, it's a very simplistic 2D uh, rally car game. Very reminiscent of the Trials games. You are going from point A to point B through a path or through a course. And the goal is to just not flip the rally car and crash. So you just have to complete the stages. It's very physics based. Where it does, uh, where it takes a unique spin is that some of the levels have power-ups. It, it very much reminded me of like new Super Mario Brothers, where like very specifically, uh, the in New Super Mario Brothers U or whatever, um, you can get the propeller mushroom and you could like fly up walls and stuff. In Rally Gator, at some point, like I think it was the second stage or the third stage, I think it was only three stages in the demo. Uh, you find a propeller item, so like you could propel up stages past or up walls past certain humps and whatnot, or you could propel to find secrets around the world because there's secret little gears that you can find or um, hidden coins because you collect coins as mm-hmm. well to help your score. Um, yeah, really simple, but like really fun. The physics feel good. Uh, the aesthetic is really beautiful really cute it feels like a claymation game sort of like it feels like it was crafted with play-doh um and it really really nails that aesthetic um but yeah really fun i I really enjoyed the the three stages that i played and this is another one similar similar to that i'll uh (laughs) i can see myself like after a long day at work just driving through a couple levels very relaxing bite-sized like Kind of like an evergreen kind of game. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, and you're you're an alligator. That's where the, the name comes, that's where the name comes from. You're a very cute alligator. Thank you and, so much for clarifying that. Yeah. And when you go, you go into the water and you become a submarine. I think you're a you're a duck. Is that who's on the key art? Whoa, really? Yeah. They're friends, not not the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, they're friends. Yeah. Uh. Maybe it's a fox who goes in the water. I don't know. He has friends. The, the alligator has friends. This is not a vicious alligator who will bite your face off. Yeah. Um, gators need love, too. Absolutely. Gator, gators and birds <laughs> Absolutely. normally get along. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Matt, your final game? My final game. Yeah. Um, I played this today um, before I ran out and did errands before jumping on tonight. Crystals of Erm uh, is a love letter to a lot of different games, uh, a lot of early RPG games. Um, So like the overworld, it's an RPG just, um, but the overworld is kind of like Final Fantasy. The first one, very just pixel art. You get into uh, rest areas or the town. Uh, It's a first person game. crunchy 3d looking you grab quests or uh, items and stuff like that in town and then there's dungeons uh the dungeon crawling is so cool because instead of just like the grid based where you're moving one uh, block ahead and stuff like that in old dungeon crawling rpgs 
you have full range motion here. Uh, so you're going around like these dark ass dungeons and an enemy can pop up and the battle mechanic is unlike any other game I've played before. So I'm not sure if it showed it on the trailer, but you have the field where you occupy one square on a grid and you have to continually move to gain um, like your ATB gauge to gain attacks and the attacks show up as items on that field. So you have to go to that attack, uh, hit a button to attack one of the enemies who is auto attacking you. Uh, you also gain mana that way, so you can use spells to attack. It's wild. Um, I just thought this looked neat, uh, but I ended up playing the entire demo uh, earlier today. <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait for this full game. Yeah, it looks fascinating. Like there, it, there looks like it has so much going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that battle, seeing that battle system in action, really threw me off guard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, it did. It's. <laughs> I'm glad you explained it because it is. Because because watching this before gnarly. your explanation, I'm imagining, mm-hmm. like old school RPGs like uh, uh, Shining Force, mm-hmm. or or the one of the RPGs that was announced on Nintendo yesterday, the Etrian Odyssey collection stuff, where mm-hmm. it's just the Static right. image and just you know basic battling, but to to have uh, the need to be moving around the field mm-hmm. to access your attacks and stuff is a really cool, unique twist. All the while dodging the enemy's yeah. attacks. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. theoretically, you could not get hit if you're if you're good enough. Like it's it's hard not yeah. to get hit, uh, yeah. especially some of the later enemies. But yeah, it is a lot of fun. Are the dungeons like multi? levels yeah uh so there is one like full dungeon uh in the demo and it's five uh different levels um (laughs) different mechanics uh traversing around the dungeon uh it was really cool one of the floors had a rotating uh hallway so you had to go in rotate it a couple times so you can go into another part of the map um yeah it it blew me away that's awesome really cool yeah, definitely like one of the more unique things I've seen on Next Fest, which is yeah, mm-hmm. it's again I like love it's, that. It, love that. I love that. Like you always find refreshing experiences. That and mm-hmm. like in the, in the same breath of like love that old school kind of games are not forgotten about. Oh yeah, right. we're getting yeah, new no ones way. in that the same vein. It's awesome. My final game to round out our top ten highlights of Steam Next Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt texted me the other day. <laughs> and he was like, hey, you need to check out this game. And funny enough, at the same time, I was on Steam for work and they were currently doing like the featured uh, live stream on the Next Fest homepage. I was like, oh, you're absolutely correct, Matt. Uh, <laughs> it is Driftwood from Stoked Sloth Interactive. Driftwood. A, lot of ad- a lot of animal based mm-hmm. devs and games today. Clearly biased. Um <laughs> Put an animal in your game, you'll get coverage from Six Wendy. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. You don't have to do that. Um, Way to ruin our plans for mini indie showcase. Right. It's all animals. <laughs> uh, Driftwood, uh, to simply put, it's a downhill uh, luging. Is that, it's is like, that? Yeah, it's like a longboarding downhill. Longboarding. That, that's what yeah. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. It's a downhill longboarding game where you play as a sloth. Just longboarding down mountains and hills. And uh, it's very simple. Like you can choose your wheel set and you can choose your board and that'll Mm -hmm. determine your steering. That'll determine your grip on the road. And uh, 
yeah, you just start from point A to point B, try to make your way down the hill. There's checkpoints on the way. You can, um, at least in the the demo now, I'm sure it'll get expanded for full release. You could like roll through leaves on the sh- on the road to get some like bonus points and multipliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do close calls with cars, a la like similar to a burnout, like mm-hmm. the the near misses to get bonus XP and bonus points to bump up your score. There are uh, different pathways you could take. So like the the one there is the tutorial and the main uh, mission that they showed off, mm-hmm. and um. You go down the main road, but then like maybe on the right, as you're making a turn, you'll see like a, a like a winding boardwalk kind of thing. Mm-hmm, you can like yeah. go off the beaten path a little bit and like give yourself an extra little bit of a challenge. And uh, it does it kind of does the Tony Hawk thing, sort of, where each is well, I say each the one stage, but you'd imagine each stage has three side goals. So like one of the side goals was to uh drift around one of those winding uh boardwalk kind of things which is very difficult uh, uh another one was like uh, for the tutorial for example this is another game that had three achievements tied to the demo right. and matt the amount of times i played that goddamn tutorial to try to get under 20 seconds <laughs> i don't know how to do it i've what gotten the, what what are the three achievements because i got two of them. it's just um finish the first level mm-hmm. like finish the main level uh i forgot what the second one was and then the third one is be the tutorial under 20 seconds the amount of 20 seconds 20.10 seconds point 20.12 <laughs> seconds i was losing my fucking mind i don't know how to make myself faster <laughs> uh mechanically uh it, it just does the uh, triggers for drifting um push forward hold back for speed boot speed up and slow down and um uh, uh a if you're playing on a controller like a or x on a playstation controller um to kick to, to okay yeah uh in the trailer they're showing like these glowing circles on the road that's the tutorial that's the tutorial okay all right yeah it's just showing you the mechanics okay um and yeah. then the, it also pops out and, and shows uh like you're in a van driving around. Is that just going from level to level or is oh, that, that not part of the demo? Yeah. Wasn't a demo. Know. Oh, okay. I did notice at the end of the first level, there was a, a van at the finish line. So oh, yeah, okay. that, that it looks like maybe that's where you go to access the different roads. Yeah, maybe. Okay. It's fun. It's, it's cool. great. Yeah. Um, last, I like how year, his shirt flows in the wind as you're going. Yeah. Down. It's really pretty. Um, <laughs> yeah. last year we got uh Tanuki sunset, which this is the game I wanted Tanuki Sunset to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad, not like not trying to talk shit about Tanuki Sunset. Just Tanuki Sunset felt a, a little just Tanuki Sunset was almost there, like mechanically. It just felt a little too punishing and and not as precise. Um, Driftwood feels like like it feels like a authentic like downhill longboarding yeah, kind of thing. It feels it yeah. it's very chill. It's not unfair. Like. If you get hit by a car or whatever, like it, it, thankfully it doesn't set you all the way back. There's checkpoints. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's not punishing in any way. Just if you want to just go down the road and have a good time, go down the road and have a good time. If you want to go for the challenges and achievements, there's a Tony Hawk like experience for you. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's awesome. You're excited for it. Yeah. So yeah, to quickly round off our top ten, 
my picks were uh, Bleak Sword DX, High Water, Rally Gator, and Driftwood. And then Matt, you had Radio of the Universe, Coven, mm-hmm. Stories from the Outbreak, Brew Hub, Brew Hub, Brew Pub Simulator, and Crystals of Erm. Uh, so yeah, please uh, go check those out if you uh, if any of those perked your ears. Uh, if you're listening to this after Next Fest is wrapped up and those demos are not available anymore, wishlist them. Wishlists go such a long way. They're one of the most important or they're one of the most vital things you could do for an indie developer. Mm-hmm. I swear, aside from just buying the game also. But yeah, out of any game that you play during Next Fest, wishlist, please. How long is Next Fest? Uh, so if everybody, if you're listening to this yeah. publicly, the day it releases on Monday, the 13th, today is the last day of next fest mm-hmm. oh okay um it will be back in june with a gotcha. new batch of demos uh and obviously like not everybody's gonna take their demos off for next fest like you have to do right. that manually on the back end yeah. people will just leave their demos if they want to so like take a look browse steam there's always demos to play and again not this doesn't apply to just next fest wishlist your games it goes such a long way i assure you um yeah, Next Fest is really cool. I very much yeah. enjoy Next Fest. Maybe by the next Next Fest, I'll have a Steam Deck, <laughs> yeah. so I'll participate. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Next Fest, yeah. devs only get one Next Fest out of their entire dev cycle for oh. for a single. So, like, for example, like Driftwood, for example, yeah. cannot attend the, or cannot participate in the next Next Fest. Is it per year or? Total. Like, at wow. all. Wow. Yeah, that's like, strange. Like the game can only be in there. The game, or the dev can. Oh, the, the game. I, I thought you meant the dev. <laughs> I was like, no, the game. <laughs> we no, gave I, you I, one shot. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> that's hardcore. <laughs> I, I meant during the development cycle. Yeah, gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a game can only attend while it's still in development, while it's not in early access or anything. But it only it mm-hmm. only has one next fest. Gotcha. Okay, that makes yeah. way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I got him and M playing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle, before we close out the show, would you like to yeah. tell us what's happening this week in Indy? I would love to. This week in Indy, February 13th through February 17th in 2023. On Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, we got Bokura on PC Early Access. Bokura is a two-player puzzle adventure game. Play as two boys who ran away from their homes and work together to take yourself somewhere far, far away. Also on Tuesday, February 14th, we've got Ooh, 10 days. 10 days, baby. On PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Android, and iOS. 10 Dates is the sequel to the interactive rom-com Five Dates. Misha, a millennial from London in search of that elusive in-person connection, tricks her best friend Ryan into going to a speed dating event with her. Uh, spoiler alert, I will be streaming this on our YouTube live on Valentine's Day because I'm yeah. a single, single, lonely boy, and we're going to get well, myself a date. Listen, depending <laughs> on what the wife wants to do, I oh. might be with you because I. this Wait. is a special experience. We've been waiting yes. for this day for such a yes. long time. And I, I believe we can play either as Misha and Ryan. Ooh. I think you can choose. Interesting. Oh, no, never mind. It's going to be a, such a nightmare. I was going to say, what if we dual stream it? No, we can't do that. Maybe that's why 10 days one has five. Mm, Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. 
Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> also on February 14th, uh, Red Tape on, PS- on PC. Explore nine levels of corporate hell as you work to clear your name with the devil and restore balance between heaven and hell. I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> Dread XP joint looks incredible. This is uh, the, the Flyman game. <laughs> the cardboard cutout Flyman game, and I can't gotcha. fucking wait to play this goddamn thing. Uh, I also can't wait to play this next game, Blank or Blanc, excuse Blanc. me, uh, PC on Switch. Blanc is an artistic cooperative adventure that follows the journey of a wolf cub and a fawn stranded in a vast snowy wilderness. They must come together in an unlikely partnership to find their families. Before we get yelled at, I know it's Gearbox Publishing. It's a small studio. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. It looks like a, a, gr- a great time. Um, also, sad. Uh, looks very sad. Sad boy game. sad. Uh, Angel's Gear on PC is a challenging horror-flavored Metroidvania set in a world tainted by a mechanical disease. Matt, you I should like, look at this game. I like yeah. horror-flavored as a descriptive. I was thinking that also, like, <laughs> legit, when I was writing the show notes, I was like, yeah. I'm going to use that in my, some yeah. of my press releases yeah. for work. Like flavored. Good. <laughs> uh, on Thursday, February Wait, 16th. We, oh, yeah. Ty, can we say yeah. just, like, is this, like, the biggest Best Valentine's Day? day ever. Like, <laughs> What a fucking day. It's a, it's a pretty big day, yeah. Yeah, wild. That's awesome. Uh, Thursday, February 16th, Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition, PC, PS5, Xbox Series. It is a free upgrade. Shadow if you Warrior, already. If you don't already. Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition is a reinvigorated, ultraviolet blend of fast-paced gunplay, razor-sharp melee combat, and spectacular free-running movement through a mythical Japanese realm. Test your skills against the all-new survival mode, new game plus, and hardcore mode, and watch out for that dragon. Watch Have you it. did you play that, Mike? No. Our our friends at Tinsley graciously gave us a code for review. I have not touched it yet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will play it now, though. Now that I got the free upgrade, and now okay. I I play it on PS5. I know you were a fan of the the first two when we were in lockdown. You played them. Yeah, I I only played the first one. I oh I thought I, you played the second. I one started the second one, but I think I was trying to play it too close to the first. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna jump into this next week or nice. this week if you're listening. <laughs> Also on the 16th, Elderland, PC and Switch, uh, to be announced, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Only the strong will conquer this gruesome action platformer with RPG elements. Dismember demonic creatures and terrifying bosses by wielding brutal weapons in intense skill-based combat. Slay or be slain as you collect glory and treasure in this nightmarish 2D world. Matt, you should look at this game. and lastly on friday february 17th we've got birth on pc and mac birth is an adventure puzzle game about construction constructing a creature from spare bones and organs found around the city in order to quell your loneliness solve physics-based puzzles and discover secrets in lovingly hand-drawn museums bakeries bookstores and more a day the devs favorite from lockdown i think I kind of looked this up because it's not ringing a bell. It looks awesome. It looks so good. But don't 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 put in birth game because then you get some weird flash. Oh, I did Elsa, that earlier. El- Elsa I is did, giving yep. birth. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, yeah, I did that earlier. <laughs> yeah, just a, a really beautiful hand-drawn uh, animation, oh. fully hand-drawn adventure point-and-click game. Um, just looks really weird, really uh, intriguing. Again, I know I keep using this term, but refreshing. It looks like uh, when the past was around. Um, yeah, similar kind of art. Yeah, yeah. By the way, there is a speaking of when mm-hmm. the past was mm-hmm. around, there is a humble bundle 
currently going on currently happening for valentine's day it's like a kind of dating sim bundle sort of but yeah. when the past wasn't around it doesn't apply here but twelve dollars gets you when the past was around it gets you sucker for love it gets you later daters validate wow gets you so many good games so in five go, dates you get five dates yeah mm-hmm. for twelve dollars plus a bunch of others that we aren't mentioning that i can't mm-hmm. think of off the top of my head but yeah oh my god buy that that's play awesome. five dates play when the past was around play sucker for love yeah cool well friends enjoy all these games uh mm-hmm. if you uh played some next fest demos let us know in the comments what you played what you're looking forward to and uh we'll catch you next week for another rendition of the six one indie cast what we'll talk about probably a lot of red tape probably 10 dates mm-hmm. i want to play I, there's a lot of games to play this week so we're gonna be busy boys we'll ask busy, what other animal beans. also has a shin that's true. Mm. Yeah, but if you have recommendations for good shins, good animal shins, good shins. <laughs> throw them in the comments. I wonder what an antelope <laughs> shin is like. <laughs> On that note, good night. <laughs> good night, everybody. Love you. <laughs>